What labor shortage? We're going to unpeel the layers of why one sweet onion grower has to turn away workers. What are they doing right? Hi, I'm Amy Souter, your host for the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. We deliver fresh takes on keeping your business and your life healthy, full of fresh fruits and vegetables, of course, in both capacities. Today's episode is conducted by Equitable Food Initiative, or EFI, and it's about driving worker morale and engagement by building personal relationships. Jessica Pedroza, Office and Human Resources Manager of Pacific Agri Farms in Walla Walla, Washington, shares her approach and belief about how starting relationships with workers from a place of respect and building personal relationships over time has yielded many positive results for their farming operation. Although it's a short sweet onion growing season of only two and a half months, they have many employees return each year and have to stop taking applications because they get more than they could possibly need. While many of companies nationwide have experienced the pain of labor shortages the last couple of years. This might sound like a simple solution, but it's not an easy one. Building and maintaining real relationships takes dedicated time, consistency, and a true caring nature. Kindness and respect can really make a difference in your staff satisfaction and performance, company culture, and ultimately bottom line. So let's welcome Jessica and dig into how this actually happens. Today, we are learning from Jessica Pedroza. Office and HR Manager of Pacific Agri Farms in Walla Walla, Washington. They grow, pack, and ship sweet Walla Walla onions, and their harvesting season is a short one, lasting about two and a half months. So in an industry with a labor shortage, one might assume that finding 80 harvesters for such a short time period could be quite a challenge. But in fact, each season, Jessica comes to a point where she has to stop taking applications because she's gotten too many. Today, she's going to share with us a bit of what is driving her success. And while it might sound like a simple solution, it's not necessarily an easy one. But Jessica, you have managed to build a truly supportive culture with all of your employees at PAC Agra. And the care and personal attention you pay to each employee is paying dividends. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I always like to start with an idea of what the operation looks like. Can you give us a sense of what the harvester's day entails? Well, they start off pretty early, depending on the weather. They either start off at 3 o'clock in the morning or 5 o'clock in the morning. We try to start up earlier if it's going to be hotter during the day. That way they can get out by 10 o'clock in the morning and they're beating the heat, essentially. They come in in the morning and we park them and we greet them kind of talk about what our day is going to look like. If there was any concerns or any anything from the day prior, we speak about that. Everybody has the opportunity to speak or to offer any insight, opinions that they may have. After that brief meeting, they go out and they are placed in their rows, start picking up the onions, cutting the tops of the onions and the roots, and they put them in windrows. And then after they do that, they go back. Um, they'll do a couple cuttings and then they'll go back and they'll start picking up. And they pick up the onions in about 40 pound crates. After that, they place them into bins that hold about 900 pounds of onions or so. And that's basically what their their day looks like. Wow. Early mornings and a lot of hard work. Can you tell us a bit about how you start your relationships with employees? Every employee that we hire 
um, goes through me. I make the contact with them personally. We set up a time. I help them fill out their applications. And there's, I know them all by name. I mean, we, I, you know, I see them more as having a relationship, a personable relationship than just an employee relationship. And I feel that that's very important to make them all understand that they, you know, we need them all. They all are important. And we can't do our job if we don't have them. So as time goes by, you get to know, you know, they're married, you know, you get to know their spouse or maybe, you know, who their spouse is, or, you know, if they had a baby or how many children they have. So it makes it really nice to be able to go in in the morning and say, Hey, good morning. How are you? You know, you call them by their first name. Hey, how's your wife doing? Or, Oh, Hey, there's a game going on. Are you watching it? Say, you know, and it always brings up some conversation and some laughs. It's really nice to have that more personable relationship and just versus they're just here to work and that's it. And you start this relationship at the application process and carry it all the way through. Yes. From a couple weeks before we even start working, I call them all or I text. And so I'll text them and I'll say, hey, we're going to start on this day to come fill out applications. Does that work for everybody? They are farm workers. Some don't have education. Then I know that. So we go through, I go through every single person's application with them and I help them fill out whatever they need to, if, if need be. You know, as soon as they walk in, that's the first experience I want to get them. I want to make them understand that we're here to help them and work with them. It sounds like you begin the relationship with respect and you carry it all the way through the way you said, you know, we find a time that works for everyone. That's, that's just, you set the relationship with this bar of respect both ways. Yes. Respect and kindness goes a long way. And I think it's really important to to be able to have a crew and to have them happy, having that area where they feel respected, you know, they're, they're spoken to with kindness. Besides getting to know the person and making them feel like an individual instead of just an employee, it also, it holds account, it's accountability because they know that if they're not there, I'm going to notice, hey, I'm going to go down my list or I'm going to, or in the morning when I say hi to everybody, hey, you know, he wasn't here today, she wasn't here today. You know, and if a couple of days go by and I don't hear from them, then I reach out to them and say, hey, is everything okay? Are you guys doing okay? I noticed you haven't been here for a couple of days. And I think then that's kind of an eye opener even for them because they're like, oh, wow, you know, they, they are noticing we're not here. I'm curious what you think about starting the relationship from a point of respect. Does that create a positive tone throughout the entire operation? Yes, it does. I, I believe that it really makes a difference because... You know, if I'm treating them with respect, then they know that this is what, this is what we do at work. You know, we treat everybody with respect. It makes the team stronger. It builds a lot of confidence within them. So they're able to communicate effectively without conflict, you know, because for a while there, that was a problem. You know? But now everybody knows that, you know, we're all, we're all there to work together and we all need to respect each other. And I feel that it starts with us. So at first thing in the morning, we greet them with a smile and a good morning and we call them by their names and we speak to them. It's kind of a small, because it's really hard to have a big conversation with everybody. But it's really nice, I think, to be able to greet everybody and say, hey, hi, good morning, how are you? As they walk by, I'll say their name or, you know, and they know that we acknowledge them. And I feel that that really makes a big difference. And that respect, I mean, starting off with us respecting them, that goes a long way because then they, then that respect goes everywhere, you know? Right. And you mentioned a little bit about if someone doesn't show you, you notice that and you reach out mm-hmm. to them. But can you tell us a little bit more about how your your approach with this personal relationship has impacted retention? You said people do come back year after year. I feel like 
you know, just having that personal relationship with them, just kind of giving them a voice. I feel like all that has made them feel comfortable in their work environment. And because they're comfortable, that's why we get, you know, our employees, some employees that have come back for 10, 15 years. And it's very nice that after working with us for 10, 15 years, they still want to, they want to join us full time. Like that, I think that's pretty, it's pretty neat. And it's, it's, it's really nice that we can offer that. And so Jessica, we've also talked about how this respect and these relationships that you're building really helps with recruitment. What are some of the trends that you've seen over time? I really feel that with the respect and with getting getting to know our employees and giving them a voice, I really feel like that helps a lot and that makes them want to come back yearly. And because they're treated well, you know, then there's always somebody, you know, a cousin that may be working somewhere, a, a spouse. They're treated well. They speak well of, of Pacific Agroforms. And I feel that that's what gets people in the door. You know, every year... We try, we hire about from 65 to 80 people. So usually I, I stop at 100 applications and then I start putting people on the waiting list. I can only imagine the shock from some of your colleagues in the fresh produce industry hearing you say you have an abundance of workers given the industry's well-documented labor shortage and the fact that many growers struggle to find and keep workers or they're often turning to the H-2A program. I think your success with recruitment and retention is a testament to what you're doing at Pacific Agri-Farms. Thank you. We've obviously been building these relationships for a long time. So beyond recruitment and retention, what positives are you seeing? The ability to be able to call us if something is wrong and say, hey, I'm not going to come to work because this is going on, or their ability to feel comfortable and to express themselves, especially in front of the whole crew, which can be pretty intimidating because it's it's for me. (laughs) You know, it feels a little intimidating for me when I'm up there you know, by my husband and there's 80 people just looking at me, you know, it's really nice to be able to have an employee from the crew come up and say, Hey guys, you know, we all need to work together. We're all in this together. And this is the way you do things, you know, and, and just that in itself makes me feel really happy because, because they have that confidence. They, they know that they have that ability to do that and nobody's reprimanded for it. They all have a voice and they can use that whenever they want. And it's really nice to see. And I think that in itself, I mean, I think that's the most rewarding thing that could possibly be out there because, you know, they're not necessarily telling us that we're doing things, you know, the right way, but just they're willing to get up and, you know, talk to their whole team and see everybody as a team. That speaks a lot for itself, I I feel like. And I can see how that feedback loop really does feed and motivate you to continue kind of on this path of, of developing the personal relationships. Yes, for sure. So as, as we sign off for today, I want to ask you, what advice do you have for other farm managers, even your small operation, but, but even larger operations can really start to put this people first model of relationship building and communication into effect. What, what's your advice for them? I would say, um, treat everybody with respect, be kind and remember that everybody's a person and everybody has a name and just knowing them taking the time to learn their first name and saying good morning to them every day or have a good day as they're leaving, that goes a long ways. And it's, it seems like it's pretty simple to do. And I know it can be, you know, and I know it, it can be, it can be challenging when there's, you know, like I said, 80 people out there, it can be challenging to, to get to know them. But with time it happens. And, you know, I've, I go out and hand out checks every payday and that makes, that helps me a lot because I go out there and if I don't know a person or if they're new and I'm trying to remember their names, you know, by handing out their paycheck, saying good morning, 
you know, that kind of gets me, gets that connection with them and giving them that respect goes a long ways. Jessica, I feel like you embody that age old saying that everything you need to learn, you learned in kindergarten about kindness and respect. Yes. And that goes a long ways. That really does go a long ways. Thank you so much for sharing these insights. We really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. Jessica has her finger on the pulse of what makes humans tick, what motivates us, and what makes a company a better place to work. Feeling valued and well at work can only help a company thrive, as well as your life outside of work. Anyway, don't miss our earlier episodes. In our last one, we learned about Aero Farms' latest deal with Whole Foods Market nationwide and what's happening in the CEA, or Controlled Environment Agriculture sector, of our produce industry. If you like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button and rate us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. It really does help us out. Those of you who work in the fresh produce industry, you should find us on our websites, producemarketguide.com and thepacker.com. Don't forget the the. We're also active on several social media platforms like LinkedIn and Instagram. You can find more ways to follow us in our show notes and some helpful links to learn more. And also don't forget for all of you produce managers and merchandisers to enter the fall 2022 Produce Artist Award Series contest. The deadline is December 8th. You would email artists at producemarketguide.com. That's artists, plural, at producemarketguide.com. We'd love to see your produce displays, especially the fall ones. And we'll have more of these great produce industry and healthy lifestyle conversations coming soon. Thanks so much. I hope you learned something useful and inspirational. Talk to you next time.